With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from the sweltering heat of one Salt Lake City in the state of Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to talk about angry atheists. Yeah, grrr. And by that, uh, we mean atheists who are angry at us. Yeah. <laughs> so There's a certain set that we're not, we're none too popular with. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, like we, we, we've thrown around the, the term angry atheist before and yeah, so. Um, and there are a few of them out there. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and so we're, we're just going to kind of talk a little bit about that later up on, you know, coming up later on the show. Yep. Um, but Dan, yo, guess what's happening this week? Uh, what? 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 You know, it's coming up. It's a special, special day for for us here in the, in the, the state of Utah, in the great state of Utah. Yeah. It's pie and beer day. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's it's close. It rhymes. <laughs> it's it's Pioneer Day. Pioneer Day. Yeah, yeah, it's true. July twenty fourth, Pioneer Day. That's our state holiday. State holiday. Get yeah. the day off. Yeah. Pretty cool. Biggest parade. Well, second biggest parade behind the... No, wait, wait, wait. I think it's the biggest one. It's the biggest by num- in number of entries. Yes. Number of people who show up for it, I think it's still Pioneer, Pioneer Day, Day Parade it, it, in Salt Lake it City. It eclipses the, uh, the 4th of July parade in Provo. Yes. But is now being threatened by the Gay Pride Parade <laughs> in Salt Lake City. <laughs> Which is amazing. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's bigger than the 4th of July. Yeah. So for those of you out, outside of Utah have no experience with Utah, Mormons are really, really proud that they live here in this valley and what they've done to this I, I think they're more, more proud of the li- fact that, that a bunch of people <laughs> trekked across treacherous land. That weren't them. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody, nobody that's here now had to work for it like they did. Right. Like the actual pioneers. Yeah, but they do those. They do those wonderful reenactments that they call trek. You <laughs> yeah. know, like this. I had this student who was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to miss some days for trek," and I'm like, "Is she a little trekky?" Like, it's like, what is she talking about? You're like, are you gonna meet Jean Luc Picard? <laughs> And so, yeah, they, they um, reenact a lot of stuff. They get dressed up in bonnets and people camp out overnight on the streets of Salt Lake City oh, waiting yeah. for the good or trying to get the good spots mm-hmm. for the parade. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Pretty funny. Yeah. So, so that's coming up. That's exciting. Not Are sure. you going to do anything for I, it? Yeah, I'm going to go see the fireworks. Yeah. At night, but I, I, I haven't been to a parade since I was a kid. What? Well, not, not like I've been to the Pride Parade. I don't get parades. What they, do you mean you don't get them? Well, tell me what they are. <laughs> the hell is that? It's people. Um, there's marching bands. Yeah. There's floats. And they're showing their civic pride and right, their connection yeah. to the community. And they're, they're showing off a little. Everybody's walking. Yeah. Just, you just watch a whole bunch of people 
walking along, driving. I love them. I love a parade. I don't know why I love a parade. <laughs> I don't get I really it. Do. I don't get it. I don't. Mm. I don't hate it, but I don't understand. Yeah, how it. could you hate a parade? <laughs> you can't hate a parade. I think you can. No, I'll bet somebody can. <laughs> <laughs> you work at it. You can figure out how to hate a parade. All right. All right. Cool. Oh boy. Anywho, should I should I do a story? Should we talk about a story? Sounds great. I got um. I don't. Well, okay. So speaking of Mormons, well, let's talk about some Mormons who aren't proud. Oh. Or, or, or at least something that they shouldn't be proud of. Oh, yeah. So back in 1993, let me mm. take you back to 1993. Ooh, yeah, that was a while ago. It was. Um, it doesn't feel like it should be a while ago. <laughs> I was a junior in high school. You weren't a senior? Well, in the fall, I would have been a senior. Okay. And that's what you're talking about. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. In the fall, I was a senior. So there we are uh, being in high school. And meanwhile, there are a bunch of Mormon... Uh, uh, intellectuals, writers, and scholars. Right. Um, my mom, my parents being two of them, actually. And they're all doing their scholarship and whatever, but... Two of the scholars. Two of the scholars. And sort of, and not two, not, not two of the, the group that I'm talking about. Right. But, but they're, they're in this... They belong to that community. They're, they're in this community. Right. And the church decides to clamp down mm-hmm. on... Because, on, honestly, they don't like their all of their history too much. They no. like well, specific parts of their of history a lot. Right. Like the heroic journey of people crossing the plains. Right. right. They don't so much like, you know, people who killed other people and, mm, you know, ordered other people killed, ordered people, you know, leaders of the church ordering killings <laughs> and, you know, massacres. Why don't they and, like that? I don't it's understand. weird, right? You'd, you'd think that they would fully you know, embrace but it. But. Here's the deal. When I was growing up, I remember like going to um, when I was a, a Boy Scout, mm. maybe even Cub Scout. I can't remember when we had Porter Rockwell days, but we had Porter Rockwell days <laughs> out in California. Really? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, um, we were up in the the the, the Sierras mm-hmm. and uh, some big campground, and there came along this Porter Rockwell, you know, reenactor act, reenactor guy? guy. Oh my gosh! And he comes along and he has his stories and his tales and we everything. Should, we should and let I, people know who. Or in Porter Rockwell is. Oh, sure. Okay. Why don't do you, you do you want to take it? Well, he was uh, he was um, he was officially the bodyguard of mm-hmm. Joseph Smith, right? a, lo- a lawman theoretically. Yes. Right. Uh, he was mm-hmm. his hitman, right? He was the angel of death, according <laughs> to some. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he was. He yeah. He was not afraid to pull a trigger. Yeah, he was a colorful character, <laughs> and we had a day commemorating him. Mm. Um, well, not just a day. It was Porter Rockwell Days, and, uh, you know, it included things like root beer chugging mm. and uh, <laughs> starting <laughs> fire-starting competitions and yeah. all the things that you would expect at sort of a, a Boy Scout right. activity. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, where was I going with this? Oh, but, you know, he tells all these stories, and they're colorful stories. <laughs> And I just remember that there was, you know, there was, there was a space, there was a, a way to sort of be kind of titillated by it yeah, and, and to enjoy it. I mean, it's, 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 the same goes for, um, um, Jay Golden Kimball. Right. Jay you know? Golden was a, was a, pro, uh, was a, was a, an apostle of uh-huh. the Mormon church yeah. who was notorious for swearing. Yeah. And so, so he, there's all these Jay Golden stories. Right. So that include words like damn. <laughs> 
over the pulpit. <laughs> yeah. he, he would he would say words like yeah, words like yeah. that. Yeah. I, think, I think I heard that he said like bastard might have been a word he yeah, said too. Yeah. Maybe. And not That's in sort of the not in a nice way. No, no, no. He no, was a no. swearer. Yeah. The Mormons, they don't swear. No. But but he had some colorful language. And they embrace him as just sort of one of their oh. little, <laughs> little quirky fun Nutty black sheep, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't always embrace all of their history. Matter of fact, Mm-mm. they really no. were trying to keep a lot of it under wraps and have done a very good job yeah. of keeping a lot of it under yeah, wraps. absolutely. Things like post-manifesto polygamy and that sort of thing. Oh, uh, yeah. That's no big deal. Anyway. Uh, Actually. Yeah. As I... Uh, I I don't want to go too far down another little tangent okay. before we get to your thing. But I spent this uh last week on on a road trip uh for work. And uh yeah. the person who came along to help chaperone the kids, I didn't really know very well right. before we went out on the trip. And she right now, uh she's a funny she's an interesting character because she's she's Mormon, she's active Mormon. Right. And she um but she's a food writer. Mm. And she's actually been a, a wine rep mm. at one point in her oh, life. Yeah. So she can talk about wine. She oh. knows it all. She's she's done tastings, <laughs> but she doesn't swallow. You know, that kind of thing, right? It's totally weird. Totally, uh, totally, totally weird. But she, she pulls it off somehow. The she's totally sommelier. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, but anyways, so she she was telling me how, you know, she's just moved back to Salt Lake. And she's very unsettled. And she, she's not... I kind of said that wrong, but she hasn't really settled in yet. Right. And um, she, she she got this friend of hers to let her stay down at her place with, like, her parents and whatnot and oh. her family. And and uh, as she's showing up, she's like, oh, and by the way, my family's polygamist. <laughs> <laughs> so she's had, like, all this, like, That's awesome. interesting exposure to polygamists. Yeah. Um, Polygamy is still practiced in mainstream Mormonism. Okay. Well, now, wait a minute. We can't. That's a big it's not, thing it's to n- say. No, 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 no. It's not, it's a- not official. official, but there are mainstream Mormons who still practice. Who, who go to church at a mainstream Mormon church. At a mainstream church. Mormon church who are polygamists on the side. Whose first temple, who, whose first marriage was done in officially in an LDS temple. Right. Who still hold temple recommends. Wow. And who believe that they are still following the true teachings right. of Joseph Smith. Well, I got news for you. If you go back before the quote unquote manifesto, all of everything they say is just like, this is how it's going to be forever and ever. And it's consecrated and it's yeah. the right thing to do and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And let's be clear here. We're not saying that the LDS church condones this whatsoever. These people, no. if found out, would be excommunicated. They would. Um, because true. the church is very serious about not being polygamous anymore. Right, right. But the fact of the matter is, here in the Salt Lake Valley, there are plenty of active Mormons uh-huh. who are also polygamists. Right. Yeah. Secretively. Yeah. And that fact, I never even thought that. I always thought that they were like often, they, they would do the um, independent thing. Anyways, yeah. we're so far from where you, you started, <laughs> but I just thought that was really interesting. Anyway, okay. So, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. However, getting back to the these <laughs> scholars and uh, and historians, uh-huh. uh, the the church gave them free reign for a while. There was a period which the which my mom's crew all call Camelot, the Camelot years, really, where they had where they they had free reign. They they had all access to all of the historical documents that the church owned. Wow, they had access to everything. 
and they went through and they just did history. And did, it was great. Did did the brethren not know what was there? They must not have. Because <laughs> as soon as the st- stuff started to get published, they started to get really antsy really fast. Wow. Uh, and so they, uh, they, yeah, they got rid of a bunch. Yeah. What, the, what they started to do was they said, you know what? Anything you want to publish, you have to submit to us. Oh, sure. And, uh, and they were really adamant about that. And uh, they... Basically, yeah, they they got really they clamped down, and right. if you didn't submit to them, then uh-huh. and like they would send your manuscript back with like shit redacted out of it, and be like, "That's the one that you get to do." Wow! And if you went behind their back, you were gone. So, <laughs> but not wow. but not just that. It was That's, like wow. But there was a period where it was just like. Nobody knew if there was going to be actual consequences or if they were just trying to apply pressure to oh, say, right. just, you know, you know, we want, we, do you, you know, search your heart. Do you really want to publish this about the church? And oh. is it faith promoting to publish this about the church and all of this sort of thing? It's and, history. Right. It's so, not, so what ended it? Right. Exactly. Is it supposed to be one or the other? I mean, yeah. Can it be? Anyways. Anyway, so what happened was that uh, one in '93, uh, in mm-hmm. September of '93, yes, six of these of these scholars were yeah, all, and, were all excommunicated. And then you used a phrase I, when we were talking about it earlier that I had never heard before. You called them the the September Six. I had never heard that. If you go to Wikipedia, there's an entry called September Six. Wow, and that's it's about them. Wow. So yeah, it was like isn't yeah, it's like the uh, yeah the whatever. Anyway, so. <laughs> Well, it just makes it sound so sort of ominous. and It is ominous. These people were all faithful Mormons yeah. trying, just trying to do, you know, what, what historians do, which is just and, tell the story of history. And uh, I'm sorry, did you say whether they were like all BYU professors? Not or all, like, but several. Several or more? Uh-huh. Um, some, some very famous ones. You know, Michael Quinn... Was, oh, yeah. a, was a was a was sort D. Of the, Michael Quinn. D. Michael Quinn. For all those people out there who <laughs> might have heard of the other Michael Quinn. There's another one. I think there's another Michael Quinn historian. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> D. Michael Quinn, who who was like the rising star in yeah. church history, and then yeah. I've and met then, him before. Yeah, me too. And then he got axed, mm. and uh, Levina Fielding Anderson. All of these people were like. Really, they were faithful Mormons. Mm-hmm. This was important stuff to them, right? And uh, they just had a different view on whether or not it should be published, whether or not the history should be told truthfully, right? And they were gone. Well, D. Michael Quinn also had the added issue of being gay. Right? Yeah. Well, there is that, yeah. but, he, but he at the time that that's not why they were getting rid of him, right? No. In fact, he wasn't no. excommunicated until the two thousands, right? Or was he excommunicated? No, then? he was in the September six. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> I thought I remember. I don't know. I, his excommunication. Know, I thought I remember. He might have been disfellowship. Happened. They they were either excommunicated. I or think he was fired yeah. from wherever he was yeah. employed. Right. Anyways, anyways, anyways we're, we're getting mired we're, yeah. down. Again. Wow, this is taking forever to get through this yeah, story. Because it's a good one. Anyway, one. Anyway, so Maxine Hanks uh, is is one of these. Uh, things she is back, back, back how? Back in the church. She back has, in the church. Yeah, she hmm. she was a feminist. Okay, she was a and and I suppose is I don't know, but uh, yeah, there's a story in the Salt Lake Tribune about her, 
and uh she she went she went away and studied uh, uh other theology she went huh, to okay. to explore various christian teachings according to uh the salt lake tribune um <laughs> In 1999, she joined the Interfaith Roundtable for the 2002 Winter Olympics. Oh, apparently. okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. She, I mean, she was she was a volunteer chaplain. She and she was like, so clearly, wow. clearly, religion's very important to this person. Sure, okay. It's, and now she's back in the fold. Now, like, yeah. How did that? Like, I wonder what that process was like. Did they give any any indication? Like, did she? I mean, she probably had to meet like with the first presidency and whatnot. Do yeah. Think oh, yeah. She. Yeah, I don't know if it was first presidency, but, but she had like she had meetings or... with with higher ups in the church as well know. as as well as her local bishop. And I guess she. I, you know, what the reason I brought this story to mind is because after twenty years mm-hmm. of having of of the pain, and mm-hmm. this was I can attest to, like not for me. But I saw people go through this, mm-hmm. go through being excommunicated when it was so important to them. Mm-hmm. It's it that's rough. Yeah. That is a that is an it's like being divorced by Jesus. Yeah, it's rough. And so, yeah, uh, yeah that would suck. So <laughs> because Jesus is a good guy, you yeah, know. Honestly, and you, you know, know, you don't want to hurt him. You don't want know. you don't want and you don't want him mad at you. But yeah. Anyway, mm. so so yeah, but what what's amazing to me is that her her brain didn't go to questioning everything. She just went through, studied more theology, stuck with the whole theological thing. It's just such a mind fuck. That's what I'm getting at. They kick her out, and she comes back twenty years later. <laughs> oh, well, all right. I don't know. Must be true. It, it must be true. <laughs> if she has come back. I think that just proves that it must be true. <laughs> She's finally seen her place as a woman. Oh, oh. On, no, honestly, there's a thing there because I think that there's a. Uh, that I I think she, I mean because she was a feminist, and this yeah. is a distinctly like patriarchal patriarchal. I would say almost anti-feminist mm-hmm. organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I saw a post from a Mormon friend on Facebook a while back that just like I shit a brick because it was it was like the feminists have a lot to answer for and blah 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 and just yeah calling what? the feminists to account because they've ruined the American family and there's you know and and like like holding holding feminists to account for th- shit that you can't possibly and and I had to write onto her thing and be like are you crazy like what. <laughs> The fact that you can, that you're allowed to divorce a man for hitting you, you owe to feminists. Yeah, no kidding. You owe so much to these women yeah. who, you know, and men. The fact that you can vote. Right. The fact that you have any say in the, our system whatsoever. Yeah. The fact that you the fact you're allowed to leave your house. Right. The fact you don't have to wear a burqa. She was blaming the fact that well, many, not in our culture, but right. something equivalent. Right. But the fact of the matter is that she was she was blaming feminists for the fact that a lot of women have to go and work now. That a lot of households have to be two income households. Well, how do you blame the feminists for that? Yeah, blame, blame. Bad, um, I don't know who to blame. Anyway, I would blame yourself. Yeah. Well, or blame your husband. Blame, blame your husband. <laughs> he should have a more high, better paying job. Right. Blame him. Yeah. Well, if you have uh, to go out and work. Well, and what's funny is that she's she's like lamenting. <laughs> Like this, just taking a position. I don't even believe it. I know, right? Oh my god. Uh, okay. Anyway, well, anyway. So she's back. 
Well, welcome back to the Mormons, Miss uh, Miss Hanks. Oh, cool. Hope you enjoy it. Well, I Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, I saw a headline that um, caught my attention. Yeah. And it's and, and I thought I knew where it was going. Uh-huh. Uh, the headline says a Christian alternative to health insurance. And I was like, yeah, it's those little jars at the gas station, right? Like, right. I mean, that's that's right. basically the Christian alternative to health insurance. No, mm. apparently, um, there are things called uh, Christian healthcare sharing plans that are run by nonprofits, uh-huh. and everybody um, makes a contribution every month. Sure, and uh, and then if you get sick. The plan, or the plan, the the group pays for your care. Oh, you know what? There is a name for that. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Health insurance. Health insurance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, these are they're uh, they're considered ministries, and so therefore they're tax exempt. Oh, of course. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, isn't that great? Uh, and it's sort of, and they're not officially insurance. Like it, it's right. It, it, they're not officially insurance, and so because they won't use that word, because they would have to pay taxes, right? And so my understanding is that uh, so so how it ends up working. Um, first of all, the members of the plan have to like live according to like biblical principles. <laughs> Okay. And, um, the, the, your fellow members of the group, and there can be thousands of people in a, in a, in a group. There would have to be for it to be cost effective. Exactly. Um, they get to decide whether or not your sickness or your thing is sort of, uh, Christian worthy. What? <laughs> so you can't like go to, go Oh, to you can't get like, birth control. You can't get birth control and you probably can't go to Couldn't like, get, get an abortion. STD. Like taken care of or anything oh, like that, right? Right. It's just like you had a heart attack, okay, <laughs> right? You broke a, you broke a leg, okay. You got cancer, what kind of cancer? Okay, yeah, it's fine, right? If it's uh, cervical, we might have some. Do you have warts? You just made me think of something, right? Um. Yeah. No. Oh so my God. so apparently, is, um, is sin considered a pre-existing condition? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to exclude you oh my god for sin we seriously need to start exploiting these religious loopholes no i know these people are getting away with murder they don't have to pay taxes on anything oh oh but apparently um like they have all these like weird little like um pre-existing things like apparent like this one plan um if you're obese um, they won't let you join until you've been working with a coach for like six months to bring your weight down a bit. Okay. Well, that's, that's definitely Christian because it relates to nothing. <laughs> so what, what they're running them like, like health insurance yeah. plans is kind of my point here. Right. Where they're like, well, you're not quite what we're looking for. You're not healthy. You know, enough. You're not healthy enough. You're too much of a risk for our plan. They could get around every bit of Obamacare. Oh, yeah. That's what's amazing is yeah. that Obamacare now require you know, they don't have to cover somebody's kids until they're 26. Mm-hmm. They can they can exclude for pre-existing conditions. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. Because but it's not it's not insurance. And right. so what what someone would have to do is they'd have to and I and I think what people probably do is they probably have a legit health insurance on the side so they can get 
like their co-pays to go see the doctor and their whatever, whatever type and their tests and all that kind of stuff covered. And then, so you get just kind of a minimal plan that can cover sort of that stuff and then, uh, have some like crazy high deductibles and yeah. Kind of oh stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know? guess that's true. If you supplement a real plan with this, yeah, with this, I should join it. I really well, should. You just have to live according to biblical standards. How do I not? Um, I mean, I, okay. I drink a little bit. Yeah, uh, you have to stay away from alcohol abuse. I don't abuse it. You don't abuse it at all. Um, you have to keep sex within the confines of marriage. Well, I do. Okay, check. Um, you have to abstain from drugs or tobacco products. I don't. I well, I smoke the occasional cigar, and you go to Burning Man. There might be some so other things there. that have happened, um, <laughs> but I, but there's no proof of that. Right? No exactly. one has any proof that there's ever been anything else that's happened. Sure, except your sort of <laughs> kind of my admission to it yeah, right well, now. Um, that was in my sinful past. I can't help that. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Oh, um, just so you know, though, after you sign up, if you and and, and Andrea end up having a kid, uh-huh. um, and that kid becomes a teenager and gets <laughs> pregnant. Um, All bets are off. It the plan won't cover the kid. Right, right. But if she gets, but if she gets married, if my kid gets married at sixteen and then sure, has a kid, that's fine. Then everything's okay. Oh, that's totally cool. Yeah, because that's what Jesus likes. Jesus yeah. loves teen marriage. Did you notice how dark it's getting? Yeah, there's a, there's some clouds <laughs> okay. in the sky. Anyways, completely irrelevant. Let's move on. Moving right along. Um, okay, so I'm going to go back to Mormonism a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't like to harp on Mormonism too much, but people seem to like the Mormons, the Mormon stories. Sure, yeah, do it. We're storming the Mormon. Go for it. There are missing Mormons. I, I beg your pardon? Uh, 913,000 Mormons missing. I beg your pardon. Okay, so <laughs> this is we're talking about Brazil, and uh, oh, what we're talking about is uh, the church hit reports that they have one million one hundred thirty-eight thousand seven hundred forty members in Brazil. Wait, say that number again. One million one hundred thirty-eight thousand seven hundred forty. And you said there's like nine hundred thousand missing. So they only know where like 200,000 are? The Brazilian census found (gasps) 225,695 people. (laughs) Shut up. They're even worse in Brazil than they are here. They're not. With the numbers. Yep. These people are not self-reporting at all. Because, I mean, the the same issue came up in the United States where the Mormons are saying they have however many million and self-reporting is not close yeah that's a huge that's discrepancy huge. that's huge <laughs> that's, that's like two percent like one out of well one out of five no it's like one out of it's like they know where one out of five are basically i think it's less than that isn't less it? less than that it's like uh it's like two percent no isn't it two hundred thousand out of they know over a million five thousand that's like oh, a okay. quarter yeah, of a yeah, million. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm not, I'm, yeah. I was I was doing my math wrong. Oh. I'm not good at math off the top of my head. <laughs> what do I have to be good at math just, to just, do a podcast? Just, just leave that to me. <laughs> keep you honest. Yeah. All right. But yeah, that's uh, they're missing a lot. Yeah. Of their people. No, it's huge. Well, only knowing where one fifth is <laughs> is huge. Well, and the thing is that I mean, what this points to, and we've talked about this a little bit before, is just like how. The church counts, and I'm sure other churches do exactly the same thing. How they count them, their own membership versus yeah. 
reality. This is basically whatever the Mormons are saying for their total in the world. Yeah. Just using Brazil, just reduce it by 1 million. Yeah. Because they're saying, what, 14 million these days total church membership? Uh, Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Just from this one story, 13 million. <laughs> yeah. They're exactly. already lying by a million just because of Brazil. And we know that this goes on everywhere. Right. Now, we, we have to say, we know that we can't really call it lying because what happens is somebody gets baptized. They're on the roll. So what happens? So, you know, a missionary goes out there, makes good friends with somebody out in the field, pressures them. They agree to be Mormon. They agree to be baptized. The second they're baptized, of course, that missionary stops showing up at their house. And then... They, like, go back to their lives. They don't want to go to church for three boring-ass Mormon church for three hours These every week. These are Brazilians. These people are full of life. Yeah. They don't They're want to stop go to drinking. Mormon church. They're going to stop drinking. <laughs> They're going to be, like, boring-ass Mormons. But they, you know, something was something intrigued them for a while. They some, went through the whole some process. Some beautiful, blonde-headed, blue-eyed American boy. <laughs> the fact of the matter, yeah, or, or whatever the situation, but... Most of them, literally, immediately after baptism, they just stop going. Yeah, no. They just drop away. This is, I mean, I served an LDS mission. I know, like, I know that that's what happens. Yeah, they totally do. Wow. So there you go. That's, that's, yeah. They're missing 913,000 members. That's absolutely amazing. (laughs) And the same, and Mexico's, yeah, this was in the Salt Lake Tribune. Mexico's probably about the same. They have invested so much money in Brazil. Like, how many temples do they have down there? I don't know. A lot. And I know that they're, it, they're you know, just my... keeping up appearances. This is why I say it is lying. Because <laughs> they have that one million some odd number, right, mm-hmm. that they say they have. And so they have to keep up the appearances that, that it's there. And so right. they need a bunch of temples. Oh, we've got to right. build a bunch of temples. This is probably why they started building those cheap temples. <laughs> Because they were like, well... Because they know that it's a fake investment. They know it's fake. They were just putting up some... Oh, lightning. Oh, Oh, people, it's getting stormy out there. Jesus does not (laughs) like what we're saying today. Isn't that how we're supposed to interpret weather? Absolutely. Any weather that's inclement means Jesus doesn't like you. Yeah. It's about you. Yeah. So right now it's about us. Anyway. Well, um, so do you ever watch Sean Hannity? (laughs) I... I physically can't watch Sean Hannity. Like, I literally, literally, if I watch anything like Hannity or O'Reilly, or even on the left side, if I watch any of the equivalent shows on the left, my 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 whole body just convulses and I and I start foaming. I believe it. Um, well, apparently he had an interview with um, George Zimmerman of the Trayvon Martin <sighs> thing, right? Um, hey, that man's a killer. He's out on bail. Yeah. And uh, he's, he was, Hannity was, you know, asking him about, you know, the whole thing. The whole thing, yeah. And um, so the the article here on, uh, this is actually on NPR's website, mm. um, starts with, while he is sorry that Trayvon Martin ended up dead, yeah. George Zimmerman says he doesn't regret anything he did the evening of February 26th. And that it was God's plan, that's in quotes, oh my God. that he would end up killing the unarmed 17-year-old. I just, I, what the fuck is he talking about? God's plan? God's plan. Yeah. Well, okay, 
like God's plan. If I were, if the truth of the matter is that if I believe the Christian bullshit, mm-hmm. then everything's God's plan. Everything's God's me, everything. Me jerking off in the shower is God's plan. You you go for it. I'm just yeah. saying, like, what isn't God's plan? It's all God's plan. But what he's doing, but the thing what about this doing. is that what he's doing is he's mentally justifying mm-hmm. it to himself. Guess who will never become an atheist? George Zimmerman. <laughs> right. Because his whole world falls apart the moment that he doesn't push this off onto God. If he becomes an atheist, he has to take responsibility. He has to, have, he has to be responsible for killing a 17-year-old un, unarmed kid. And let me tell you something. This is one of the hardest things. I was talking to some people just yesterday. I was at a party. And boy, is it a fun conversation starter when you tell people that you do a podcast and they're like, oh, really? What's your podcast? And you go, oh, it's thank God I'm atheist. And boy, do the conversations just come up. But Oh, okay. And that's actually kind of fun for me. Okay. I think that's fun. Okay. But uh, yeah, I was talking to somebody about, um, you know, she she was saying, oh, I'm, I'm not really an atheist. Maybe that's what I am, but I don't know, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I just think, but... I mean, I think part of the deal, the scary, one of the scariest things about taking the leap into saying the word, you know, atheist, right? Self-applying that word uh-huh. is that when you fully divest yourself of God, and uh-huh. you and you are raised with God, uh-huh. you have to. There's a new responsibility. Like everything now, everything is on you. Yeah. Everything. And well, yeah, and it's no longer the the devil tempting you. Right. Like it's not just a. You don't believe in God. You don't believe in the whole, all of it. Right. It, right. And although, so how convenient I was, would I was it be? I was the most obsessed with like Satan's tempting me growing <laughs> yes. up. Yes. It was always in my head. He's tempting me. He's tempting me. He's tempting me. <laughs> oh, he keeps tempting me to masturbate. Right. 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 I can't resist. He's I too powerful. He's too powerful. He's too powerful. And then I would go and I'd play hymns on the piano. Right. <laughs> True story. I believe you. I would. I believe you. I would you. masturbate and then go play hymns on the piano. <laughs> Your mom's like, Frank Sr., he's playing a ham again. He was doing it. No, she thought I was just loved <laughs> playing the piano. She thought I loved hymns. She thought I loved all of it. Will you do me a favor? If your mom's ever, like, being totally awful to you, will you just say, by the way, every time I played a hymn at home, it was because I masturbated? <laughs> oh, my God. You don't know my mother. <laughs> I've, well, actually, you've I, met my mother. I've met your yeah, mom. That's yeah. true. Oh, that would be a bad thing sweet to do. woman. Sweet she woman. is a sweet woman. Um, but anyways, but um, yeah, I think not only is it not all, I. I think you've come up with a brilliant thing though. Let's, let's start a religion where you don't believe in God, but you believe in the devil. Oh, it's Satanism. <laughs> well, but you don't worship the devil. You just believe that there's a, a evil bad thing tempter out the there that's 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 not so that you're no hmm. longer responsible for the for the crazy shit that goes on in your brain. Hmm. Yin and yang. Yin yeah, and yang. You kind of do need both. Anyways, just to finish out this story. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tracy Martin, who was uh, who's the father of Trayvon. Of Trayvon. Yeah. Um. There's a quote in here that says, "We must worship a different god." Oh right. Yeah. There is no way that my that my god wanted George Zimmerman to murder. My teenage son. Right. I mean, this is how it goes. Yeah. Right. You believe in your, you got your God in your head and it yeah. is your God. Yeah. You believe in your God. Right. You don't and believe in the God. No. Tra- Tracy Martin has his God in his head. Mm-hmm. They're and, both claiming and, to be Christian. And, I'm and sure. Who's obviously on sort of the right side of things. <laughs> 
but <laughs> he's not trying to justify too much there. No, he, okay, so but, yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold, but but poor poor um, poor poor uh, Trayvon, you know. Yeah, you know the truth is I wasn't there for any of what happened. I don't no. know the facts of the case, but I know that to say it's God's plan is such a dodge yeah. that you can't. Sick. It's that's yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. You know what else is God's plan? If if he gets anally raped in prison. That's God's plan, Zimmerman. Hey, that's a good one. Just saying. You should send it. If <laughs> tit for tat. Yeah. If that if George it was Zimmerman. if it was God's plan for you to to murder Trayvon, then whatever happens to you in prison. I have a feeling some shit's going to happen to that man in prison. Oh, I don't I don't think that they're going to I think that the He's brothers going to be in, in pri- isolation his entire time in prison. Yeah, you can't put that man in a yard with any with any black man no you put that man in a yard with any black man he is going to get his ass beaten mm-hmm. anyway yep yeah there you go um oh god okay so why don't you do do you want me to do the one an, another one okay and then uh yeah well, this is just kind of an an update of another story and i don't know why i'm kind of Obsessed. Really following, it. yeah, <laughs> but um, but I, I do find it really interesting, and this is that uh, German circumcision issue that right. came up. For those of you who might have missed the episode, um, German there was a German court that ruled that um, uh, it ruled in June that uh, the practice of circumcision um, is basically um, criminal body criminal bodily harm right. to the child. Yeah, and that if the you child do it to yourself, has a right. It's fine, but if uh, as well, an adult, sure, yeah. But if you if you do it to a child, if you do it to a child without the child consenting to it, which the child cannot consent to it legally, a child cannot consent to things. Then, um, then you are robbing it of its right to a to have a full to, penis. To, to, well, to have a a, a a whole body. Yeah, right. You, you're you're. Yeah, be, it's the child has a right to a complete body. I think is and and to an un. To an unmutilated, unmutilated body. body. Yeah, and um, and so, anyways, uh, so that that was the ruling. Well, since then, I guess Germany has just been in a bit of an uproar <laughs> in a circumcision tizzy. <laughs> well, yeah. So the uh, two hundred and fifty thousand um, strong Jewish population. Oh yeah, that's all it is in Germany. Two hundred fifty thousand. Two hundred fifty thousand. Well, I heard that they got rid of some of them. Oh. At one point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I oh, icky. I'm sorry. Did I get a little flip? That felt a little flip. Too soon? 1943? it's probably pretty much always going to be a it's little always, too soon. Holocaust. Yeah. Is it always going to be too soon? See how people feel in 2045. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, so the Jewish community, obviously very upset. Right. Um, and the uh, Muslim community, which is four million strong. Mm. In Germany. Wow. Also very upset. Right. Um, different practice. Um, what it's do just, they do? Um, usually in the first few years oh, okay. of life. Um, I think it's just God. probably just a cleanliness thing. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I need to really look into it. I was going to look into it, but I didn't. But anyways, uh, the Catholic and the Protestant communities have stood up, obviously, um. In line with um, the uh, Jewish and right. Muslim communities, because nobody want because if one if one religion loses 
the right to do something, then suddenly the society sees, oh, we can we don't have to let religions do everything that they want to do. <laughs> right, and exactly. So, of course, they're all going to stand up together. Right. And so um, I, I kind of have to say I, I'm a little torn on this one. Mm. because, And I think that's maybe why I keep going back to it because okay. I really don't know 100% how I feel. Sure. Because I agree circumcision probably ain't the best thing to be doing to a young boy. If I had a child, I would not have him circumcised. Right. There's no, there's no logic. There's no good reason there's to no do it. no good reason, you know. At all. I mean, we're basically all circumcised in this country, but, you know, yeah. nonetheless, I wouldn't have my child circumcised. Right. Um, because I would, I don't want that to, to sort of continue being handed down. Yeah. It just doesn't seem to be a good practice. Anywho, um, so personally, I'm against it. Right. And I have to kind of look at it from the perspective of that judge and say, you know what? Yeah. You know, this isn't, this isn't like taking a little baby into the cathedral and having a priest sprinkle a little water on, right. on its forehead. No. This is, you know, okay. Yeah. This it is, probably would be better for a child to be able to choose whether or not they're being baptized. This is carving off flesh. This is actually like, yeah, altering their body. Yeah. And I really don't. I, I'm, I'm, I kind of agree with the judge. In fact, it's not a kind of. I do. I agree with the judge. Absolutely. I do but too. But then what do you do? What do you end up doing to those communities that do religiously, that do practice it? Yeah. Um, you, I mean, just from, just from a pragmatic, you know, realistic perspective of what that could end up doing to, I mean, you kind of make them be a little fringe. Here, you kind of push them to the side a little. Here, here's my response to that because I'm with you. I agree that I don't – I'm opposed to circumcision. Mm-hmm. So my response to what do you do you know, with all of these believers, mm-hmm. fuck you. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You've been doing it for 6,000 years. I don't care. You're mutilating a child. Yeah. I don't give a shit. It, none of it – it doesn't make any sense. There's no there's – no, like logical, re- it doesn't provide any more cleanliness. Just clean the goddamn penis. Yeah, you have to clean it anyway. Just pull back the foreskin and clean the penis. Yeah, it's just you're mutilating a child. Yeah, we might as well start allowing people to tattoo their kids. Well, I, I actually had the the I actually wondered or, or started thinking about it. What about pierced ears for little girls? And I see. I, I personally am opposed. I'm opposed to it to piercing a little girl. But I wonder ears. if if this. If let's say this judge's rationale right. were to be like applied, applied, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, you know, the, it's true that this judge's ruling is a slippery slope. We might not be allowed <laughs> to mutilate our children at all. <laughs> if, if this judge is, if this judge has its way, we might not be allowed to mutilate <laughs> any of our kids in any way. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What? Uh... Think of the consequences, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess Angela uh, Angela Merkel yeah. um, is quoted as saying, oh, God, I've spent this whole time just skimming and trying to find the quote again <laughs> on my iPad. Um, where did it go? Um, oh, she says, uh, I don't want Germany to be the only country in the world in which Jews cannot perform their rituals. Is what she said she in a meeting. This was in behind closed doors and everything. And but I mean, this me? wasn't like a public statement. Germany um, can't afford to look like they're anti-Jew. Ooh, but guess what? What? 
I mean, it doesn't surprise me. The Soviet Union, they did not allow circumcision of of, that was not medical. During during Soviet era. During the Soviet era. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, which makes sense. Which totally makes sense because they they were officially, you know, atheists. They they didn't give a shit about religion, so yeah, they could actually think logically about. They were officially atheist, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and so, anyways, it's yeah I, wild yeah i i don't i don't care about your religious tradition there's no point to mutilating your child there's yeah. just no point to it no and no. And, and i don't care Let them about do it the... when they're 18 yeah. you know like come yeah. on honestly if, 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 if it means a lot to you then when when a, get when a, when a, young, when a man 18. is of of age to make a decision he can cut off his own dick yeah i don't care well they're not cutting it all i know and the thing is you know as as adamant as i get about this it's not like I was. I feel like I was hurt because I was circumcised. No, I'm fine with my. The truth of the matter is, now there are there are guys out there who are incensed. Well, that they're that they're missing their foreskin. The whole foreskin renewal. Yeah, thing. foreskin regrowth, guys. Regrowth. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> oh, thanks. Look, just people. Uh, just take my advice. You don't need to go to some of the street fairs in in uh, <laughs> in San Francisco. <laughs> And there's parts of Google you don't need to go to. Right, yeah. The the (laughs) interwebs have some dark corners you don't need to learn about. But, yeah, yeah, so so for all of my ranting and raving, am I torn up that that I'm circumcised? No. I'm fine. I actually even aesthetically prefer it. But if if you'd had it your whole life, you would be like, well, I like it this way. Exactly, exactly. It was what I was raised with. It's what I know. Yeah. In terms of And you would would enjoy the extra sensitivity and whatnot. uh, Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I'll take a little extra sensitivity. (laughs) Sure. Why not? They're weird, though. Oh, man. Yeah, the the whole circumcision thing drives me mad. Anyway, um, speaking of people whose dicks need to be cut off. That was that for a transition. Nailed it. (laughs) Um, I I got this uh, story. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to acknowledge that a horrible tragedy took place in Colorado this week. Yes. Uh, we don't need to talk about it about the tragedy itself. It speaks for itself, right? It, and you've there's been plenty of news coverage <laughs> plenty about of it. Coverage, but yeah, um, the shooting and it's it's awful. It's terrible. Our hearts go out. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, what more is there to say? There, it's we we made a conscious decision to just not talk about it, right? And but so we will talk about talking. About we will talk about how others are talking about it. Yes, absolutely. Because, because I think that there's something to be said there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I think the day after it happened, okay. a, a guy, a, rep, a, a, a representative, a, someone from the House of Representatives, Congressman Louis Gohmert, a Republican from Texas. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, he went on the um, oh no, the Heritage Foundation's Is Took oh, Live show. Oh, God. Heritage Foundation. Yeah. The Heritage Foundation is a great little organization. Yeah. I you know what extreme extreme polarized political groups yeah on I, on any side I just hate them <laughs> I hate them <laughs> they're so bad for our country I just I'm sorry I I feel like these 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 political groups that like they're so much more interested in getting in in the messaging mm-hmm. 
than they are in the message. Yeah. They don't care about the truth of anything. They just care about what gets elected, what gets what gets broadcast. They right. Don't, yeah. So right. anyway. So the, uh, this this uh, this congressman's on the show and uh, he's asked about the uh, the shooting, and hmm. when he he just took it in an interesting direction. Okay, which was he said, "quote You know what really gets me as a Christian is to see the ongoing attacks on Judeo Christian beliefs, and then some senseless crazy act of terror like this takes place." What? Yeah. <laughs> That's the correct <laughs> response. Like, what I the, beg your pardon? What the hell are you talking about? What? what it, no, okay, no. Now, wait a second, because my mind is having a hard time. <laughs> Say it again. He says, the, he says, you know what really gets me as a Christian is to see the ongoing attacks on Judeo-Christian beliefs. And then some cra- crazy act of terror like this takes place. Somehow this has anything to do... This was before we knew any... We, we, we didn't have any knowledge about anything. I, I, we, still don't have, we still don't know anything about yeah. motive, motive or anything no. like that, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, nothing. Guy won't talk. So, so the fact of the matter is that like, he's, got no, he's going off of nothing, but somehow he's tying this back to attacks against Christians. Judeo-Christian beliefs. Yeah. They're attacking. And who's attacking them? All of these, this, this poor giant majority of the people in our okay. country Maybe is under attack. If this guy had like gone into a church and opened fire, right? He could say that it was an attack on at least some Christians. Yeah. Um, I don't get this. It's a or movie he, theater. Or if it's, he had it's a, run it's a in, premiere of a movie, if he had he run into the screaming to the theater yeah. yelling, "You God lovers are all a bunch of assholes," and then <laughs> shot people, or you know anything like that. What? No? You're about to make me laugh, and I don't want to laugh during this one. <laughs> we, we can laugh. We, I mean, we're, laugh, we're not laughing about this incident. No, the fact no, of the no, matter is no. what's crazy is that the, the, the way – the day after, you're going to – really, you're going to politicize this mm-hmm. the day after. And, of course, everybody on Facebook is throwing up all of this like, you know, it's too bad. Oh, and he also, he, he also said uh, – wondered uh, – with all those people in the theater, was there nobody that was carrying a gun that could have stopped this guy oh more quickly? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah. It's somebody who guns. can't see because it's filled with smoke. Right. It's dark because it's a movie theater, it's for dark. Sake. Yeah, it's dark. He he did like a like a canister of tear he gas had like or two, something. like two canisters of – I don't. was it smoke? Or I think it was just smoke. Okay. Yeah. But I anyways, I really nobody can about see it anything. Yeah. yeah, nobody can see. Regardless, he's wearing body armor. He's wearing body armor. So what we really needed to toe body is armor. bullets flying in two directions. Yeah. In that scenario, a shootout. Yeah. That sounds in a crowded in a not just a crowded theater, a packed theater because this is a premiere night. Right. Every single seat is taken. Right. For one of the biggest movies of the of the year. Yeah. He, probably the biggest. And he, movie and he of wants the year. people shooting back and forth. It's it's insanity, but what's more insane? More what, people would have died. Yeah, absolutely. More, because, I think I think you know I, what an AR-15 is. It's a semi-auto, semi-automatic assault rifle, right? And as quickly as you can, yeah, the bullets are flying out of that thing, right? I know my brother owns one. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> indeed, and he may have had it autom- fully automatic. He may have been able to trick to get a fully automatic one. Was it? Do we no, know that it was semi? Those are um, AR-15s. 
are are only semi are semi-automatic. Okay. Now, you, I think you're probably right. You can have them taken in and whatnot, but everything he had, according to the police, was legal. Okay. Oh, great. That's nice to know. Am I good? Yeah. The truth of the matter is that what what incenses me more, and I I don't buy the arguments against gun control. I don't buy them, but I don't give a shit about that. What what incenses what what makes me furious about that comment is how he found a, two ways to politicize this Something tragedy. Not political. The day after. Yeah. You can't wait two days before you throw in the political shit. Yeah. Before you launch, jump on, like, politicizing a, a and, tragedy. And then you make it all Christian-like. Yeah. So it turn it into, like, some stupid Christian thing. No thanks. But you can't extricate. I mean, uh, these people, half of the reason that the Republicans are doing as well as they're doing is because they have logged, they, they, have, they have managed to identify themselves as the Christian party. Yeah. So you can't extricate Christianity from, from conservative politics. Yeah, sure. not in this country anyway. Well, okay, good rant, for them. rant done. Sorry, guys, You're cooling down a little. Oh man, it, I was so steamed. <laughs> I read that and like literally, like I was so pissed. Really, so I mean, it's it's infuriating. So what an idiot. Yeah. Thanks, Texas. Yeah, Texas Thank really. You, Texas. Texas really has given us some gems, haven't God, they? God damn it! I wish they had done their own country thing. Wait, yeah, secede. Off you go. Bye-bye. Don't, don't let our door hit oh, you. Oh, we probably have some listeners in Texas who probably like it. There are nice places in Texas. There is Austin. I've heard Austin's great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe leave us Austin and the rest of you go. <laughs> you can take Oklahoma with you. No. <laughs> Although, yeah. It's true. It doesn't belong either. Um, well, all right. Um, I think we have some uh, audio, but before we listen to it... Um, if you'd like to ever join our conversation, please check us out on Twitter or Facebook at TGI Atheist. Yeah. And our uh, podcast um, our email e- address. Yeah. You can write to us at uh, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666-TGIA. That's 424-666-8442. I have faith. That someone will someday again call that number <laughs> and talk to us. That's a faith that I have. A... Oh, well, speaking of faith, uh, here's one Mr. Pat Robertson. Are we doing Robertson? Wait, who did you send me? No, no, we're doing the, the Fisher thing, right? I don't know. I'm going to play the thing you sent me. Yeah, that was Fisher. All right, here it goes. <laughs> I am convinced that there is plenty of hatred in this, in the debate over homosexuality there's a lot of hatred there's a lot of vitriol there's a lot of venom it is coming from homosexuals themselves the real haters are homosexuals the real uh venom is coming from those that support the homosexual agenda either homosexual activists homosexuals or those that support the homosexual agenda they are the real haters there is a heterophobic hatred there is a christophobic hatred that is just seething. There's a dark, venomous, demonic hatred that is in the homosexual community. <laughs> All right. Uh, heterophobic. Yeah. Heterophobic. No, no. It's, yeah, yeah. Heterophobic and Christophobic. Christophobic. Heterophobic and Christophobic. <laughs> I didn't know that I was either of those things. I like it. Yeah, you're, and, it's a, and we have, you and I have a dark, venomous, demonic hatred. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Sure, yeah. Yeah. That's what I feel. I don't feel... I wake up in the morning, I look at myself in the mirror, (laughs) 
I, I wish I had horns <laughs> to match the demon feeling inside of me. Uh, might, maybe I'll buy a pitchfork. Heterophobic. No, I love this word. They've taken homophobic. Yeah. And they turn it into heterophobic because that's what I have. No. Well, at least, at least it shows maybe, <laughs> maybe that they finally understood what the word homophobic means. I don't think they it's have at all. Fear. <laughs> it's not fear. It's 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 hatred. Now wait a minute. I'm going to quibble with you a little bit because I used to hate the word homophobic because I was like, and this was even back when I could conceivably have been accused of homophobia back in, in when I was in high school or whatever mm-hmm. and I didn't understand mm-hmm. gay at all it didn't make any sense to me mm-hmm. and I was still trying really hard to be a Mormon and so sure, like, yeah. I was pretty mm-hmm. it was pretty you know I was struggling with the whole with the whole gay thing sure and uh it was the 90s and I hated and and I hated the phrase homophobic because I was like I'm not afraid I'm not afraid I just don't I just don't think it's right mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of of gays and I'm not afraid of you know homophobia homosexuality i just don't think it's right now looking back i think it is a fear Hmm. i think i think all of this hatred towards gay people is based in fear and i think it's accurate to call it homophobia sure okay but i I think that the it's the the result is what i'm interested in it okay which is a hatred of which is a yeah yeah right right well i don't think i don't i don't know too many gays that hate straight people yeah i know or are a f- well, I know gays that are afraid of. Some I know straight some. People. I know some lesbians who hate the straight. <laughs> at least the straight men. Yeah, yeah. There is a a contingency of that, but not many. But you know, not that's, too many. That's actually a, um, a pretty inaccurate stereotype. Yeah, no, it is. It's a, actually it's a completely inaccurate stereotype. There have been a couple of lesbians who dislike men. But yeah, that's. But that I mean, they had some bad experiences or whatever. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But the the truth of the matter is that, yeah, there's no there's no heterophobia out there. That's that's not a thing. No. No. Christophobia. <laughs> there's there's certainly well, if we're talking, if I'm not afraid of Christ, <laughs> but I sure am fine with him not going with him going away. Yeah. That would be awesome. So <laughs> I'm afraid of Christians. <laughs> I can be afraid of Christians, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Guys that go into churches and shoot abortion doctors. Yeah. I'm afraid of those guys. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so, and, and, and even even the uh, the face-eating uh, bath salt snorter was a Christian. He turned out not to have done anything druggy. Did you see that final update? No. He had nothing drug going what? on. Nothing. They were right. All the people who were defending him that whole time that defend? we were making fun of, what dude who was... were saying he wasn't drugs, he wasn't a drug addict. Well, I know I, I wasn't accusing him ever of being an addict, but wow. Well, he didn't do drugs. That was the thing, and and it turned out it, it was just the media who like just jumped on it and said, "This is oh, it There's... must be bath salts, bath salts." Really? Yeah, it was totally fabricated. There's no evidence of any bath salts. There was nothing in his system. Except human flesh. And he was just spitting it out. Dude went crazy. That's crazy. (laughs) What's what's terrifying about that is that that was just a dude who went crazy. Yeah. That could happen to you, Dan. That could happen to me. Yeah. Uh, I do have fear of those guys. (laughs) That's that. I do have fear of that. I have mastophobia. (laughs) Human mastophobia. (laughs) 
my God. <laughs> anyway. Oh, hey, I want, we, we got an email that oh, I wanted to uh, yes. I wanted to acknowledge. I want to say yeah. hi. Uh, DJ mm-hmm. emailed us. Um, and, and it was a really nice little email. It uh, just said wanted to thank us for the show and the blog and uh, says he's a teenage atheist in Utah. Um, and he said, uh, I'm a staunch skeptic on just about everything ranging from the paranormal to alternative medicine. I was sucked in and indoctrinated at a young age because my mother is a psychic slash astrologer who runs a, quote, and he put it in quotes, healing center in downtown Salt Lake. Okay. I got rid of those beliefs eventually and learned to be a critical thinker, though it was difficult to lose the security and control of having a god. Interesting. True. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Recently, though, I started listening to your guys' show and other atheist shows and that really opened my mind. Thank you so much for that. My question is, here's his, oh, yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks. For that. That's sweet. Awesome. Um, He says his question, though, is, do we have any claims that we believe that aren't necessarily proven by Hmm. mainstream science? Yeah, that's that's an interesting question. A good challenge. That is a challenge. He has brought to us a challenge. What do you think, Frank? Well, I I thought about it for a minute, and um, you know, I I I think where my uh, weird beliefs are mm-hmm. uh, would would be surrounding food in mm, general. Okay, um, I um, you know, I, I I was vegetarian for a while, right? Um, gave that up. Uh, still but, sympathize but was, with the cause. A, a good couple years or something. It was, it was for two years. Um, I sympathize with the cause. Um, I get it. Um, it just became untenable. <laughs> um, and so... I wish you all could have seen the look on his face. When he said, <laughs> <laughs> it just, no, it just became untenable. I just can't do it. It's not, it's not possible at this juncture. It, yeah, it's sad that it can't really came down to that, but I, I mean, it really, it really was. Um, it, largely that it was a, sort of a, I so thought what through. Are, what are your beliefs about, about vegetarianism that led you to that? Well, I, I was looking for a way to, uh, to, 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 to have a more ethical relationship to the, the stuff I was eating. Okay. And I was doing What does that some, mean? Well, it means that, you know, that, uh, that there's a lot of cruelty in the food. To processing animals. to animals okay. in, in the, well actually to people too um you know the the people are paid very poorly mm. for a lot of these jobs and sure. not in the best conditions and all that kind of stuff and right. so i you know i i really just felt that it was it was just a way to try to uh, introduce uh, a little bit more ethics into my life okay and uh and so i uh, but there were also again i was about to go down the line of you know there were also concerns about health and mm-hmm. long-term health and um and whatnot just like my parents both have you know bad cholesterol really mm. really high cholesterol and my dad has heart problems right. and all that kind of stuff so i was kind of just trying to stave a lot of that kind of stuff off um and so um yeah well but now so where does this lead me okay i i, I got to a point where i started thinking about well there's also a lot of unethical treatment of the people who are picking fruits right. and vegetables and this and that. And I was like, you know, that is also a serious problem. And so Wait, I've kind of come to the conclusion altogether. I can't stop eating and I can't produce all of my own food and I right. cannot afford to eat just strictly local stuff that from sources that I trust. Right. And so I, I've just kind of accepted that it's largely impossible to eat 
ethically uh, on my income in Salt Lake City. Yeah. And so that that's where we're at. Yeah. And um, But my beliefs about food, you know, I mean, when I really start to think about it, they don't really stand up to a lot of the tests that I apply to other parts of my life. Yeah. Which is I, I, I don't like the idea of the cruelty to any animals. Sure. And I don't know where that, that line really is. Right. You know, and I, I just recently was able to go and visit an, an egg farm. Yeah. The, the egg farm that's that, that provides the eggs that I was already eating. Sure. And um, ended up being a much more, much larger, much more industrialized <laughs> operation than I was expecting. Right. But nonetheless. Because um, they do have a big, a big free range part of their business. But they don't not... do free range. They do oh. cage free. Oh, cage free. Oh. Cage free. Totally different. But let me tell you, the, ki- right. the, 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 the chickens, this is like USDA certified. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So USDA certified organic. Okay. And then they do the cage free um, because the people that they're supplying, the companies that they're supplying to um, require that. Need to be that, able to market the, that. That's the, the, the product that they're looking for. Right. And, uh, and this is an egg supplier. Like they're doing growing for – or they're – Supplying eggs for a lot of different companies. But anyways, um, blah, blah, blah. Where was I going with this? Um, oh, so anyways, I'm kind of left wondering where the line is. Mm. Um, am I okay with these chickens who were cage-free that I was able to see sure. being cage-free who look very content, yeah. right? They're just sitting around. They're chickens. They've, they've been bred. They, they've bred out all the, all that stuff that, like, if you've seen Food, Inc., all the stuff that they talk about with the aggression with the chickens mm. and the tight quarters and all that kind of stuff. They've actually bred that out. Of the chickens. Of the chickens. Yeah. The chickens don't do it. The, the farmers don't want that. They can't have that. No. Because the chickens are – they can't have the chickens killing each other. Right. Agro um, chickens is not good for anybody. No. And so – That should they, be a t-shirt. <laughs> Agro chickens is not good for anybody. So anyways. So I, I mean I don't know if any of this is making sense to anyone, but – I, if if I'm going to answer DJ's question, I would say yeah. There's there's a part there's a part of my life where I don't know what to believe, and so I just have to have a few beliefs, right? Um, a few things to kind of to, to to prop up a worldview and prop up a sense of yeah, I feel okay about that, mm. you know. And and it, it's largely surrounding also, you know, the like when I can, I try to get. The, the chicken you know, the, the 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 chicken the meat right that um that is from better sources sure I but think you, but I also can't always afford that I think that that's so. that it's very interesting I think that's an interesting thing to bring up because you know we tend to associate belief with religion we tend to associate belief with the but there's a lot of like woo woo shit out there mm-hmm. that. That, you know, people who pride themselves on being all uh, atheist and all, you know, science-y, mm-hmm. they totally buy into it. Oh, yeah. There's a there's this whole, like, segment of things. That's, do you do yoga? Atheists? Yeah. I mean... There's a lot of woo-woo there's shit. There's a lot of woo-woo I there. Was, I always feel like there's... A lot the, of claims smart, made. A smart yoga instructor would do yoga for atheists. <laughs> Yeah. There's the little ringing of the bell and the little namaste, namaste, right, all right. that crap. All the spiritual stuff, just take it out. Yeah, take it out of it. And don't make claims. Like the claims that are made by, by yoga oh instructors. My and, oh, my God. And not just yoga instructors. Like all of these different like alternative medicine and, you know. Oh, sure, yeah. You, yeah. Chiropractors and whatever. You're like mm-hmm. 
anyone making a claim for which they don't have evidence, right? That's that's some that that is dangerous, mm-hmm. and it's and you know it. But there's so many people who pride themselves on being like sciency mm-hmm. who will buy into that stuff. Yeah, you I, know we need to have Adam on it, on as a guest. Yeah, here in a couple of weeks because um, I I I was like I said I was out of town all week and so I didn't right. really. Um, all the normal chatting I get to do with Adam, I didn't get to do. And so when I got in Friday afternoon, everybody was still in the office and, uh, and we chatted really quickly and he, he's been having some, some health issues that we've talked oh. that we talked about oh, yeah, yeah. The, the disease. Mm. And, uh, and he was saying that he's now looking into, in addition to all the Western medicine, He's going to go to an acu- acupuncturist, mm. and I I would love to talk to him about that. <laughs> to call him on it, well, not to call him on <laughs> it, but to, to to bring him in and to talk to him and then just see if that's um, yeah, you know. Like, well, the truth of the matter is that if a claim is made, mm-hmm. and that claim doesn't have scientific basis or scientific evidence to support mm-hmm. it, that yeah. doesn't mean the claim's wrong. Right. It just means that they're making a claim and they're getting away with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the truth of the matter is that I, and this is my answer to DJ's question, and that is that I'm sure I do have some beliefs that aren't supported. I can't. I nothing came to mind. I'm I'm gonna have to rack my brain a little bit harder about that. But part you of the got stuff. I'm sure Dan, I do. You're a human being. I'm sure there I are do. Things that you believe. Right, and I don't know what they are. This is what I'm saying, but 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 more important than that to me is the fact that I don't believe in belief. What's what's vitally important to me, and what I've come to through my own like process of going through, you know, leaving religion behind, and then like looking into various sciency things and whatever. The truth of the matter is that when it comes right down to it, I don't believe in believing in things. Mm. My 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 philosophical position is that if you take a belief without proper evidence, mm-hmm. without you know without without good solid scientific reason to take that belief, you have hurt yourself. What? <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm an idiot. Okay, no, <laughs> you've I've, hurt yourself. I think you have. You 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 have cut your you've shut your mind off to something. And when you've shut, when you closed your mind to something, I think there, Dan. Unfortunately, in this life of ours, there are things that are unknowable. There are things that right. we we cannot get enough information to wrap our heads around a particular issue. And all I'm saying is, what's wrong with just saying I don't know instead of establishing a belief? What's wrong with saying I don't know? If you don't know, then don't know. If you believe something, instead of instead of not knowing. If you choose a position, I, I, if you take I, a position, I think you've though, closed your mind. That if we take like the food issue, uh huh, right? Um, well, there's nothing wrong with best guess, right? Like in the end, you have to take, you have to say, well, my best guess based on the information that I've been able to access, sure. is X, right? But that's not taking a belief to me. Okay, that's just saying this is my best guess. But new information comes in. That my best guess right, switch, but, changes, but I believed that I was uh, helping that I was a part of uh, an introduction of cruelty into the world. Let's say, right, right, okay, and that was something that I believed, right, sure, and that I, that I felt that was, strongly about, and that I actually still believe. I believe that 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 um, that that we, you know, that that we're both sitting at max, 
<laughs> okay. Apple we know th- we, yes. we know certain things about Foxconn, right? <laughs> sure. Or Foxcom, Fox, Foxcom. Although all, all that stuff, that one guy, you know, was wrong. But we do know that there are certain things about about the stuff he. There was a lot of stuff he made up. Yeah, right. But not all. There, of it. There, but not all of it. Right. And unfortunately, that's been used to completely impeach to everything. completely discredit the okay. entire story. But that's not true. And so, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that we use devices that. And, and and consume products and goods and food and whatever that come from places that where the workers are not treated well. Right. And we all do it. Yep. There's no getting away from you it. Can't, you, you, you can't live in this society. And, well, we, you, you could. could stop being a consumer. Right. You could be one of those hippie kids. Stinky hippie kid. <laughs> stinky hippie kid. But I, be, I guarantee you that Nog Champa <laughs> producers are treated poorly. He, the people who make Nog Champa. Chomp, yeah. Exactly. There is patchouli, somebody. There is some, There's somebody in the Kashi organization that's being treated very badly. <laughs> somebody there is taking you some be shit. Careful! Don't don't say anything bad about a food organization <laughs> because they've got a lot of laws behind them. But anyways, but um, but you know, so like, so but that that was something that I that I felt strongly about. Mm-hmm. That you know, it's it's not provable that that. That, that that's going to do something to me. Right. But it wasn't something that I felt comfortable about. Yeah. You know? And so I, I felt that the, the best course of action was to pull back as much as possible. Okay. Well, yeah. I, and that's fine. I think that, you know, we, the, the whole point of life is that you do the best you can with the information you're given. Right. But what I'm saying is that because just because I sort of stepped outside the norm because mm. of a belief doesn't mean that you don't hold a belief about the food and the products that you consume. No. No, I mean I I have You know what of, I mean? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I, I I think you saying that you that you don't have beliefs, you don't have superstitious beliefs. Right. And I think that that's fine. I just what I, my main but, but I think point. I think you I don't think you can go around ridding yourself of beliefs in just the truest that's my goal. It really is. I don't want to believe. I don't want to have beliefs. What I want to have is as much information as I can gather. Right. And I will I will act on the best information that I have. But that doesn't mean that I have a belief about it. At some point, you've made a decision. I've made decisions. And that decision is based on a belief about um, the Best information that you have. Okay. Well, now we're getting semantic, and I'm no, 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 no. But I think that it's important that you don't that you, you, you're saying that that I, to be atheist, you don't have to get rid of all belief because belief is a is a normal human condition. It is. We see. We 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 cannot. I mean, there's there's all these the, the these studies into how like we make decisions and whatnot. Right. 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 We're I, terrible at it. Yeah. We're absolutely flat <laughs> terrible at it. I went to a used car lot to buy an import, an imported, you know, easy to manage, you know, Japanese thing. Right. And I walk away with a Ford Focus. Right. <laughs> I had a list of things that I wanted. Somehow, I bought a Ford Focus. <laughs> okay, we're terrible at making decisions. Okay. And yeah. I consider myself a pretty bright guy. Yeah, you and I are. test drove some some you know some great little cars, and for whatever reason, I was like, I didn't realize that Ford focused that Ford made a little cute little hatchback. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Ended up 
test driving like three or four of them <laughs> and settled on the one that I had. I mean, it was absolutely ludicrous. Anyways. Oh, boy. Well, okay. Yeah. I think I, oh, who knows? The, the truth of the matter for me <laughs> is that what's important to me <sighs> is to say when, is to admit when I don't know. Okay. No, that's, that's what's good. important to me. That's a, that's a very admirable and good thing. So, yeah, when someone calls me, like last night at this party, someone mm-hmm. called me on it and was like, well, so you believe that nothing happens after you die? And I was like, no, I don't believe that. I just have no evidence that anything. I just don't know what, because I've never died. Right. Nobody can die and come back and tell you reliably what's on the other side. Right. Because so, nobody's been dead long enough. Right. And, and, to- <laughs> and you know, your heart stopping for 10 minutes is not death. No, that's not the same. Your brain thing. is shutting down, right? And you're gonna your the the conscience. Yeah. Anyways, the fact, but, but we need but, to move on. Okay. Yeah, we do. We anyway, do that that was my point. My point okay. is, right, I believe in that's not fine. knowing. So we have another message we want to get to. This one's on Facebook. Yes, this one is from uh, our good friend Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by good friend, I mean friend of the show. Friend of the show. We've never met. We we've never. We've never met the guy. But but he seems like a, a an upstanding gentleman. <laughs> far as i know indeed um but he 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 called us on something he calls it and this mark i like you for this yeah keep calling us on stuff if there and, and, and this goes for everyone yeah if then this is what we kind of have always wanted to have going on which is a discussion right yeah with, exactly. with our listeners you yeah know, we want people to to we can't if, be that right all the time <laughs> we just can't we are not that good anyways so mark called us on something so what Mark said was uh, he, he talked about last. So last week we played a clip of President Obama getting interrupted by a nut job mm-hmm. screaming about Jesus Christ is Lord and you're the Antichrist and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And we found that hilarious, right? And uh, and and then uh, you know, and at the end Obama was like, "Well, yeah, I agree that Jesus Christ is Lord." And and mm-hmm. so what we did was we talked. We kind of gave him props for it. We gave him props for how he handled it. Yeah, we thought he handled it. He 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 played it smooth. Mm-hmm. He's a smooth customer, that guy. But what we didn't do was <laughs> what? what Mark brought up. Right. So Mark uh, said that um, we praised him on how he handled it, and in, and didn't like go after him mm-hmm. uh, for for his belief in Christianity. Right. Which we didn't do. That's we didn't true. do it, and uh, you know what? And I, I kind of had to ask myself why we didn't, and and because I I didn't really read your response. Mm. And uh, what's funny is that I said the same thing to you that you wrote as right. the official response from the podcast, um, which is, well, yeah, what's. Tell us something we don't, don't know. Of course, he's. Of course, you know. Of course what are we supposed Christian. to say? What are we supposed to say? Like yes, I don't he, like it that he's Christian. Christian. I don't like you know. I don't like that anybody's Christian. Right. I I think this would be a far better world, as John Adams said, with no religion in it. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't. Well, the guy's a Christian. What are you going to do? I don't feel like I have to call everybody, every Christian or every religious person, every time they ever say anything Christian or religious. Right. I, I just don't feel that I need to. No. And 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 I. But what this brings up is the fact that one of the things that we get most complimented for is the same thing that we get most uh, complained about. Yeah, that's true. Which is the fact that we are not angry. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I have. A, I find it. And here, here's a funny thing. Um, 
is anybody who knows me knows that I've got a lot of anger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I can get pissed off with the best of them. Um, but for whatever reason, on the podcast, and, and as an atheist in general. Philosophically. Philosophically, I'm not an angry person. No. I just get pissed off at people driving around me and, you know, people that I have to deal with at the some 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 and i used to wait tables but some waiter or waitress who's yeah. just not on their game and i'm just like ah. right and and so there's there there are things that i get angry and pissed off about but philosophically <laughs> that's a good way of putting it i'm not angry no and uh and so yeah yeah i mean the fact that on itunes someone accused us of being christian trolls that one's amazing because we because and yeah i I do, I welcome criticism. I just don't understand it. Like he, this whoever this person was, you don't understand the troll thing. Yeah, yeah. they said we were couldn't tell if we were atheists or Christian trolls. And oh, I don't know if you guys can hear that. It's thundering outside. Yeah. Ooh, it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, All right. uh, but yeah, they just wondering if we're new to atheism because we because we uh we're supportive of religion but not to atheists who think religion is damaging. First yeah, of all, that's bullshit. We totally think religion is damaging. Right. But yeah. and also new to atheism. I've been atheist since I was 21 or 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely you know, not like new. officially atheist. Right. At BYU, I was atheist. <laughs> for crying out loud. But I mean, I think they want us to be angry, Frank. I know. I'm what are not. we what are we supposed to do? Damn, are we I'm supposed not angry. to yell at every christian that we see i don't get it what do you okay so here's what here's what i want to call on is for people to come to us if you think that we're not angry enough tell us what we're supposed to do that's so much angrier i don't or or that's the thing that we don't do dan okay is we don't i think they want us to uh, to be honest, this is what I take okay. from 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 wanting people who, and I don't know that Mark wants us to be angry. We're, let's not say that Mark. Well, does. I'm not talking about Mark in general. Yeah, or, this I'm, is. But Mark Mark had that criticism. He had that criticism and, that we didn't call him on the Christian thing, and right. that's and that you know what it was a bit of an oversight. And I'll, I'll say well, that. I don't think it was. I don't see what we were supposed to do. Look, well, what can we say to to President Obama? What can, what can we like? He's he's stated. Many, many times, probably too many times. Maybe that's the criticism. Because yeah. he has said it. He has talked about his, re- his religion more than any other president in no, history. That's true. Well, he's had to. But he's had to. In that's order to political. be political. It, it, it's a political move. That's politics. And I'm, and I'm totally willing to accept that. And the fact of the matter is I like, I like Obama. Okay, fair enough. We and both I do. like Obama. I'm, I'm a fan of Obama. But, I'll just flat out admit it. I don't want to just be on this show shilling for him no but i like him and so i but but i also don't feel like i'm i'm like not critical of him either no no but the thing yeah but the thing is that like like i'm gonna go back to hw bush to, Mm -hmm. to georgie's daddy yeah i didn't have i i didn't don't have any criticisms of his christianity either yeah i have criticisms of w's christianity because he was sure. scary about it yeah he was genuinely scary and i think about that it. that's where we start that that's what we do right i think I, I, and maybe we need to think about this a little bit more before we just completely <laughs> say this that this is what we do but but it's we call out the Christ, the the religious folk who are um scary right or completely off their rocker or who are trying to like take away other people's rights exactly. based on their religion but people who are just 
Christians who are going about their business. Like I feel that President even Obama if they're stating really their is, Christianity, even if they're stating their Christianity, I don't feel that that's something that we need to call people on. No, there's because nothing to criticize. I there. don't need to point out every single time somebody's Christian. Right. There's oh my nothing God. to that. My life would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> Our podcast would consist of an hour and a half of us just naming Christians. <laughs> we just get the phone book out. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, we're naming every we're Jim gonna, Smith. Well, we're, probably. We're gonna name every famous Christian that exists. <laughs> and be mad about it. Oh, oh you Keep being Christian. Why did they do that? I hate your Christianity. Why are you you still being Christian? (laughs) All of you Christians. Uh, No, that's not the problem. The problem is when... Okay, so the problem becomes when someone like George W. Bush Mm -hmm. starts saying, well, God's on our side, so I know that it's okay for me to go to war. Yeah. That's That's scary shit. That's scary shit. And that's not acceptable at all. It doesn't belong in, in our discourse. No. It's wrong. It's but absolutely if, but if wrong. he wants to, there's some tragedy, and he wants to lead the country in a moment of silence. And he prays. And he prays. What are you going to do? What do you do about that? It's fine. Do I, wish he, do I wish I lived in a country where that didn't happen? Sure. Absolutely. Yes. Do I, wish, do I wish that I lived in a country that had zero belief in God whatsoever? It's of just, course I wish It's that. just live and let live. You know, it's... it's, it's I don't know. And you know what? We also need to trust the process, trust the fact that eventually, that, you know, we see the process happening. We see it. It is no, we are, you know, secular people, people who don't believe Mm -hmm. the nun category of belief Mm -hmm. is growing, Mm -hmm. is the fastest growing segment in American society. And it's. So so just just let back. just relax, relax everybody. Let it happen. Matter of fact, you're going to get more in in this case, you are going to get more people coming to our side mm-hmm. if if we're not screaming all the time, yeah. if we're not angry if all we're the reasonable, time. If we're reasonable, if, if we're good, if we're nice, if we're not dicks. If cuz so many atheists are such you know, dicks. Yeah. It's so weird. Nobody it's wants like, to belong to that club. No. Yeah. I don't want to belong to that club and I am in that club. Like I mean, well, I'm an atheist, we, and, it, we, and yet I don't associate myself with yeah. m- almost any. Like, uh, well, we've set ourselves apart, Dan. Yeah. We really have. I mean, we, we, <laughs> we don't. We're, we're calling them out, and we don't do it enough anymore. We call we out done other angry atheists. We haven't done it in a while. Well, and we should. Atheists make me angry a lot. Of, like, like the, mm-hmm. that one guy, that Silverman guy, who's the head of the American atheists or whatever. Yeah. That guy, like half the shit that he says, I'm like, you're not helping anything right now. Mm-hmm. You're just being a dick. You're, mm-hmm. You know, he was on O'Reilly, and he, and yeah. uh, O'Reilly's obviously a dick. <laughs> and right. this guy was just being a dick back, and it's just like, well, okay, now nobody's accomplishing anything. <laughs> Great, good job. I hope we're all happy. Right. Yeah. It was it probably made for good television, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all. Yeah, that's all that's they care about. That's all, that's care all about. Fox is going to care about. That's all you know. MSNBC is going to care about. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to help anything. It's not right. going to help the dialogue. Right. And that's what we're concerned about. That's, that's all I care about. Yeah. I don't. Well, I mean, I do want to be entertaining. We do have a show. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> now, now I'm an angry atheist. <laughs> I've done it. I've achieved it, everybody. I'm an angry atheist. At you guys. Oh, <laughs> at atheists. No. Uh, I love our listeners. Our I listeners. I, th- I think we tend to weed out the ones who really want the ang- angry. Oh, I don't think they listen to us. No. 
Oh. I think they, they, <laughs> somebody, they leave. Somebody gave us a fairly positive review on iTunes, like four stars, and then just put, although I like my atheists a bit snarkier generally. I don't know. Are we not snarky? I think I'm snarky. Pretty fucking snarky. I think I'm snarky. I just don't think I'm. You you are definitely snarky. (laughs) You're very snarky. Yeah, but in person, I don't know if it's translating, Dan. (laughs) You need to be a little more free with your your real personality. No, it's translating. I think I'm doing my personality. I think you're doing your personality too. I'm not. I'm not an act. You're the actor. This is us people. This I, I couldn't get on here and not do me. Oh, and believe me, I, I have no interest in not doing me. Right. Yeah. So there and you I go. And I can attest, you're doing yourself. This is us, people. <laughs> this is what you get. Listen oh. or don't. But, well, yeah. All right. I just I, I felt like we had to talk about the whole angry atheist thing because it just keeps coming it up. It comes up. Yeah. So I think we, we, we need to do a better job of defining ourselves, and I think we came really close to it mm. in, in our discussion this, this yeah. go around. So, Absolutely. Um, all right. Facebook.com, Twitter. Follow us, like yeah. us at TGI Atheist. Yeah, email I, and, us and and the, the you know the Facebook thing. We just keep growing. People are yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, we we love it when you guys post stuff for everybody else it. to see. Yep. we love all mm-hmm. of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can also call us. Do do the do the what's the number four two four six 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 TGIA. That's four two four six 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 eight four four two. And our email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And that's also the domain for the for the blog. Yeah. Sometimes I blog. Sometimes. <laughs> it's not very frequent <laughs> these days. Uh, well, you can, somebody told me the other day that they went back and read all of the blog. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot. That's a lot of blog. You used to blog a lot. I did. I did. All right. I'll, I'll do well, more. Thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah, it's great to talk to you. We'll <laughs> talk to you next time. Goodbye. Okay,